So there we are, then we've got uh, two bits of music this week. First one was The Laughing Policeman again, because this week I thought it only fair that I laugh at myself for being so cocky after I was beating Manchester United. And the second one is Faith by George Michael. Not necessarily something I would ordinarily choose, but I couldn't think of another uh, pop song with the word faith in it. Because I think it's time for a bit, little bit of faith, you know. Why, why shouldn't we have a bit, a bit of faith? Not, not just a matter of life and death, ladies and gentlemen. It's um, podcast number eight. I believe. Imagine that. Eight eight podcasts. Imagine we'd last so long. Um, uh, but shock news, ladies and gentlemen. Ashley Blaker has fallen foul of the swine flu, we think. Uh, like uh, Liverpool's last match, half the team went down with some mystery illness. That's what's happened to Ashley Blaker. The oracle is no longer here. He's not here. So his... Now, a lot of people would be suspicious about the fact that the reason why he's disappeared after he defended Michael Owen last week. There's nothing, there's nothing unpleasant happened to him in any way, shape or form. I've not hit him. So, but filling the very large and elegant boots, pointy boots of Ashley Blaker uh, this evening, I have a gentleman called Tim Clark, who oh, yeah. is one of, one of Britain's finest comedians. Um, <laughs> and I say, that that, right? I say that with confidence. <laughs> And um, uh, but what is slightly um, unreassuring is that uh, you once played the Grim Reaper, and I did. you look very slightly like the Grim Reaper. I did. I know it well. The th- the funny thing about doing the Grim Reaper was it, it was it was for an advert, and it took me about ten hours to get into makeup. And the next day I was on the tube, and someone said, "Oh, it's the Grim Reaper," <laughs> <laughs> with no makeup on. At I all. think I think the uh, makeup uh, artist was there just you know trying, trying to build up the part a little bit. Probably, yeah. But yeah, with, yeah. with the week we've had. Being a Grim Reaper and being on the show, that you know, there's 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 a certain unpleasantness and uncomfortableness about that. Um, uh, we'll get on to that in a minute. But the other uh, standout things from your uh, excellent, uh, rather um, enormous bio on your website. <laughs> I haven't says, got a, have I really? Well, on your agent's website, right, okay. Various websites, various fan sites, right? People pouring, staying up late night, writing very exciting things about you says that you've written um, speeches for Graham mm. Taylor and Neil Ruddock, amongst others. I have, yeah. I wrote Graham Taylor. It was just after he got sacked from the England job. Lovely. And obviously he thought he was going to have a lifetime of doing after-dinner speeches there. And um, his, it just worked out. His agent was a friend of my agent, and I, he knew, I lo- knew a lot about football. So, um, and I was a comedy writer, so I would have written some uh, gags for his speech. So I just sat in a room with him for about three hours. And I knew quite a lot about him you know, you have to take all the long words out. Grimsby and Lincoln. <laughs> no, he's, he's a, he told me some great stories about John Barnes, which I probably can't repeat for. You can. The action. thing is, you probably can. But um, <laughs> he was—he's uh, a—he was a—he's a nice lad, Graham. Yeah. He, 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 so I hear. In fact, fella. I said it on on this podcast that apparently he's such a lovely man. That's because everybody kind of thinks, well, why does Graham Taylor keep getting hired doing these pundit trip? Yeah. It's because he's such a lovely. And bloke. he's a big lover of Liverpool Football Club as mm-hmm. well. If you if you ever hear him on Five Live, he's he's off turd. Um, saying how great Liverpool are and how knowledgeable the fans are, which at the moment Makes some a of change. Them, if you listen to the phone-ins, aren't. I, I know, think because I'm right with you on the Rafa thing. Well, we'll get we'll get oh, onto that in a okay. minute. I want I want to concentrate on on you and uh, your your CV. You wrote a uh, Neil Neil Ruddock. Neil Ruddock, yeah, he wasn't quite as bright as. 
<laughs> as Graham, I would say. Not as bright as he looks, really. <laughs> it was now because Neil Ruddock's one of those players. I know he played for Liverpool for a long time, but I sort of Too long. put him in the Julian <laughs> Dix camp. Yes, you know, it was that. It was that mad Sunes era when yeah. when all these strange people and there are players who aren't. But you know, probably the same for any club. You know, you get a uh, a player might be a might be a, a West Ham player or a or a Man City player, but and you always think there's a certain type of player who's a Liverpool player, yeah. and Dixon Ruddock n- never were. And yeah. I always find Rocks very synonymous with the with the kind of uh, the Spice Boy yeah. thing as well. You know, as Ruddock goes said in, I think it's in an autobiography. He said, uh, "We might not be finished first in the league. We're always first to the bar." Brilliant," said yeah. the professional athlete. Yeah, brilliant. They were different times. But, I think, well, Tim. they were. It just shows you how much times have changed. Yeah, now, doesn't it? Absolutely. It's oh, the other thing I must say is that we we always do this. Uh, tonight's show comes in association with three ex-Liverpool players. Let's uh, see if you know remember any of these: Lee Jones, Alan Evans, and ladies and gentlemen, Sir Matt Busby. No, you didn't know that, did you? No, there's a lot of surprise. Mm. Sir Matt Busby played for Liverpool, captain Liverpool. Did you know that? Well, imagine that. I know Alan Evans got a hat trick against. Was it Bayern Munich? He was a, a teenage player. signing from yeah. Wolves when he was nineteen, and he was one of those players that um, was brilliant for Absolutely about three brilliant. games, like Peter Marinello when he went to Arsenal. Yeah, Arsa. yeah, amazing. And then he, um, and then he just kind of disappeared. And you know why? That's why it reminded me. Neil Willett reminded me. The reason why it all went uh, a bit tits up for him is he had an altercation in a nightclub and got glassed and yeah. got a really nasty uh, uh, facial injury. And uh, according to, to some websites, I, I, I sadly have been researching this, um, he, he lost his confidence from that. You think, well, how, why would you lose your confidence on the field from being glassed? That doesn't make sense. But he, um, he, he famously uh, w- w- crashed his car, didn't he, when he'd had a few, hmm. and then legged it Actually out of the car did. and went and rang the police and said, my car's been nicked. <laughs> That was the uh, that was when he got caught. Oh, different times. Yeah, but Alan Evans, I can still see him now. He's blonde, a great player, blonde handsome hair. gentleman, blonde hair, didn't he? A kind of but fringe. Yeah, was it Bayern Munich? That <coughs> I don't know. I think I can't it remember. was. See, that's this what we need. Ashley Blake, he's yeah. there. He'd have been there. No, I remember. <laughs> it. He would. He would have been there. Um, so let, let's sort of go go through th- this um, nightmare week uh, step by step, if if we may. Um, uh, let's have a look because it's all it's all absolutely kicked off this week again um, because last last week's um, show was um, uh, in the listings was supposed to be another crisis show mm. uh, uh, the third in the in the triptych of crisis show and then we went only went and beat Man United. Don't so we, we always? We, we, had to, we, had to we, cancel, always? we had to cancel the crisis show and it was a celebratory um, period. Uh, we're now tonight doing the third of the crisis shows because we. Um, We've um, we've imploded again, which is kind of um, the Arsenal match. I didn't really care so much about because League, I'll tell you what I hated about the Arsenal match. Now I watched the Arsenal match on the television, and um, Arsenal have got this this wonder team, the best young team in the world that they go on about and about. And and uh, Alan Smith was it doing the analysis yeah, yeah. and. Uh, Every, Liverpool played really well no, they, in that they, they game. Thought they were good, and, and they, they played as good football as. as but Arsenal w- when when Liverpool played this great stuff, it was sloppy defending by yeah. the inexperienced, yeah. youthful Arsenal defence who were hell bent on attacking. And when uh, when Arsenal attacked, it was Brazil seventy or something. I know. It, uh, the, 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 
it's astonishing, isn't it? How that how that kind of it's not a myth. I mean, Arsenal do play fantastic football, but you know, you just got to just hold on a second and just yeah. w- see what you've seen. Because I thought you know there was some There's really some outstanding. Um, Even uh, my son, who's twelve, was telling me to shut up because I was shouting at the <laughs> television. <laughs> But I thought there were, you know, there were some really outstanding performances. And Degen, I thought, was fantastic. You know, we'd never seen anything of Degen before, pretty much. And um, in that you know, long line of fabulous Swiss footballers, exactly, yeah. <laughs> and then, and then Aquilani, we saw Aquilani. Looked good, didn't he? he? Looked, looked beautiful, good. didn't he? He I looked he handsome, looked really he looked elegant. Good. He was one of those players, you know you see a footballer sometimes and you only have to see him get the ball once yeah. and you think he can play. It's just the way they get the ball and have just it under control. First thing to do, the first um, thing he does, and I can remember talking uh, to my kids about it, when you, as soon as you get the ball, look up. That's, it's, it's just tell you, you know, it's, somewhat, it's football, football simple like that. Get the somewhat ball similar to up. Stig Bjornby. <laughs> 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 he filled me with that kind of confidence. He, um, <laughs> um, but he, you know, he, he's... he's Played one astonishingly beautiful pass, and then we should have had a penalty at the end when he did an overhead kick. And um, yeah, the bloke definitely put his hands yeah, up, absolutely. didn't he? But you know, in a way, you know, the milk cup doesn't matter to me. I didn't, wasn't really bothered. It was, but it would been quite nice for us to carry on going through it and, and seeing some of the other. Well, it was our cup, so. wasn't it? In the in the in the milk cup. Days. Yes, it was happy days. Mm. Um, but you know, that was that was all fine, and it, it's you know, and and I thought, well, fine, we'll be we'll. That, but that's fine, and we put that to bed, and then we'll get back to get three points against Fulham. And then it didn't quite work out like that. You that see, was just like Keystone Cops, the Fulham game. Was, I was it hilarious? Never, I never felt secure about the Fulham game because I thought this, as we are at the moment, I thought this will be typical Liverpool to uh, to lose to Fulham mm. like that. And it'll just as typically be Liverpool to go and thrash Leon. Yes. You know? Oh, we, we said that later the week. It's, uh, <laughs> But I, I, th- I just kind of think that, you know, the, the whole Fulham thing was so set up, but, you know, people were writing it all even before it mm. started. We saying, well, you know, this thing about Liverpool, they can go away, they can go and beat Man United, but then, mm. you know, if they play against Fulham and they mess and they lose, you know, mm. they lose to Fulham, then that, that will, have been, will have meant nothing. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything because we beat Man United. It still yes. means something. Yes, it does. And, and as we said before, I, I, st- I think it's too early for crisis talks. At the moment, well, I don't I think really it is. Do. I think we are in a crisis, absolutely in a crisis. But I think I think that Fulham game is well, maybe a just crisis, ludicrous. but it's too early for panic. Yes, in that case, well, you know, you, you've got to keep it all in context, or everything's got to be kept in context because if we if we get rid of him now, what? Who do we get in? You, know, you can't. You know, there isn't anybody else who, who screams available apart from Kirbishly. He's available. Yeah, you want him? You want Kirbishly? Yeah. You know, no, no. no, it's not. There's not anybody else available, and you know, I, I, I just think there's always rumours. Not now about Mourinho, though, isn't there? There's always rumours. I mean, would you want him? Would Liverpool fans season? want Mourinho? Not particularly, but I bet you this. I bet within two months he'd be loved. Yeah, well, he is. <laughs> he is uh, at the moment. Uh, there are there are taking they're taking bets now, and um, Douglas's favourite, obviously. Which you know, that's w- what would happen if. You know the Americans went crazy and got rid of him. Douglas would immediately take over in a and temporary look after him. basis. And then <clears throat> Mourinho's second favourite. But uh, you know, I'd, let, let's not get ahead of ourselves. You know, I, I, you know that that Fulham game was just hilarious. I was laughing mm. during it because it was just so ridiculous. You know, I think we, you know, 
and and the other day, even though half the team went down with flu before we we kicked off, mm. so we ended up putting the scratch side out. You know, most of that side played against Fulham for God's sake. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. played against um, uh, played in the. Uh, Milk Cup game against Arsenal, so so a lot of the, a lot of those players would not be anywhere near the first team. No. So so they so like they, Nathan Eccleston. Yeah, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but that 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 aside, we dominated the game. They got a lucky goal early doors. We then dominated the game. We equalised. Torres got has one chance and scores a goal. And then and then it's just after that it just all went mad. Degan should never have been sent off because it was a yellow it was a yellow card. If that offence. Yes. No, I agree with that. Carragher's tackle was a brilliant tackle. He won the ball. Clearly, you can see between. But even if you think your referee thinks it's a bad tackle, he's, he, he's not the last man. There's another defender next to him, so he should never have yeah, gone off. No, I agree. I agree. So, so you lead the you end the game with nine players. Well, it's just hilarious. And what I mean, there's also there's also a lot of people getting the knives out for Jamie now, isn't there as well? The pace is gone. Well, I. Uh, you know, I thought I guess in Man United he was fantastic. He was, yeah. So yeah. you know, maybe it's to do with what, what who he has next to him, and uh, you know, I, I you know, I, I don't, well, I don't well, know. I think when Glenn Johnson pushes forward so much, he's yeah. good. He's been very yeah, good, yeah. Glenn Johnson, but he's not defend defending isn't his big no absolutely thing. But um, so so and then and then he takes off Torres because Torres is knackered. And also Torres, as he, as he said, it is just you know not fit, so he can't play. He play for ninety minutes, and you know the game was in reasonable shape when he takes him off, mm. and he brings Babylon, who is supposedly one of the next big things. Babylon's been a disappointment, hasn't he? Absolutely. Um, so all that that's fine. That's all chaos. My only thing I couldn't understand is why he took Benny. Oh, off. I know. I mean, for for all that people talk about missing Alonso. I mean, I think Ben Ayoum is as good as him. I think, I, he's, well, I think, I think he's great. I think uh, uh, what I was amazed at is that he's not been trying putting um, Ben Ayoum in that that whole position where Gerard normally plays when Gerard can't play because I, I think he's got, he's got that killer pass. He's and got he's, it in him. He's one of them. He's one of those players that can actually open up a defence with a little dribble yeah. or a ball. He, do, he does something different. You know, like a lot of footballers now are just great athletes, yeah, yeah. and they can charge forward and get on the end of things. So why why did he take Yossi Benayoun? I don't know. Why was did he, he saving him for I Leon as well? I, I thought he must have had a knock or something, but apparently not. Well, the, the, you know, the, the latest school of thought, and you know, everybody's having a go. Ronnie Whelan's having, Colin Moore's obviously having a go. He's always has a go. He's, you know, in his simplistic way, um, but he was having a go about four weeks ago. Ronnie Whelan's come out today or yesterday and said, you know, he's more interested in Europe than he is in than he is in. Uh, Which I think is rubbish. I think he's quite aware of how important the Premier League is to Liverpool and to Liverpool fans. I, I think that's rubbish. So, so what, why why then what, what happens though if we go if we go out of Europe? Against Leon, which I, I, I mean, what do you I, mean? I, what happens I, if we go out? We'll be in the Europa Cup. Yeah, no, it's, it's one, the, of, the, it's the one European, of Europe, one of the, Europe's premier competitions. It's the the, Euro, the European Milk Cup, yeah. as we call it. Um, what is, so d- what happens? So what, what have we got left for? We'll be like Spurs. We'll have nothing to play for. No, we won't be like Spurs. <laughs> we won't be like Spurs. For a start, we won't have Robbie Keane. <laughs> so, yeah. 
We could have done with any of them. The Europa Cup, people try all season to get in the Europa Cup and then they get in it and play weakened teams. I know, it's, <laughs> it's bizarre, isn't it? That's where uh, Aston Villa last year. So, but, but the whole, the whole, you know, the... the um, you know the, the whole pack now is is surra- is going for for um, uh, Rafa, and the, I mean they have been. To be fair, they have been doing for the last couple of weeks, but th- this week it's just gone. It's just gone mental, and they're, they're also you know the fans are turning this week. Um, uh, Britain's second second most premier comedian today uh, or yesterday put up on his on his web on his um, Facebook page Paul Sinner who oh, did Paul. who's done our, our podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. he's now he's turned he's gone he's gone for the um, anti rapper camp he's gone he's gone for it he but, said but you're right who do you replace him with that's the thing this is not the time I would say to my son when we're watching football and Liverpool. I, and Liverpool lose or what have you. I say. That, in fact, I took him to Anfield. We went to the Man United game uh, when they beat us. That was last season or the year before. Mm. And I said to him all the game, I said, son, wait till the end of the game and you see what the cop do. And they sang You'll Never Walk yeah. Alone. And I said, that's being a fan yeah, yeah. when you lose like that. Not when you win. Anyone can be a fan when you win. It's sticking by them. And you do have to stick by them at the but moment. But it's starting to turn, though. I mean, we've, got, we've, had, um, we've had an email, everybody. <laughs> we've had some emails. And um, most, to be fair, most of them are, are pro. Um, uh, I'll read some of them out. Uh, Jamie Gladish... Um, he sent us stuff through the uh, Facebook page, and he says he he wants to stand. He'll stand back Benitez as, as, um, for as long as it takes to to win the league. And he quotes me. He quotes me. Imagine that, uh, saying that it took United twenty six years to win the title, and Ferguson seven or eight to win anything of note. Mm. Which is you know it's true. You've got you've got to have, keep it in context. Mm. But Trevor Hall, on, uh, another of our listeners, has said. And um, he starts in a peculiar way by rhyming. He says, Rafa the gaffer, um, has his name may be. I think he wanted to turn it into some sort of poem to begin with, Mm. but it didn't really work out. He said, he has to go. He cannot make decisions. He cannot uh, make a good player choice in games which we should be winning. He takes Torres off at Fulham match when we really needed him. Rafa to go with the owners, if not sooner. Now, you see, this is the team that only got beaten twice last year yeah, well, it, and came second in the league and but for stupid draws against the like of Stoke. and I mean, I don't think Man United won the league last year. I think Liverpool lost it. Yeah. You know, and, um, and I'm firmly in the Roberto Martinez camp, you know, with the, with the criticism. I quite like Roberto Martinez, yeah. don't you? I can see him, because see they him do, being a, a future Liverpool They do gang up against Rafa. Yeah, they do. And, yeah. and Sam Allardyce and all that shower. You, you know, they're so far up Alex Ferguson, aren't they? The Ferguson And the FA, all yeah. of them. I mean, they, he can do no wrong. I mean, he just sits there in this big... Th- I reckon he's got a big throne in Old Trafford and he just sits there issuing these Sponsored by the FA. Yeah, sponsored by the FA, yeah. <laughs> Um, so it, it, um, anybody who wants to defend Rafa or the or, or the opposite can email us on lifeanddeath at playbackmedia.co.uk and then we've also got the, the, this Twitter device LFC at uh, Life and Death on Twitter. Uh, some people have been twittering us um, this week: Jamie Canwa, Lee Bolin, Paul Gretsch. They sound like made-up names, then, don't they? Um, and uh, and then if you if you listen to us on the iTunes, uh, write something nice about us on the iTunes. Don't write something horrible, please. God's sake, don't um, write something nice. And but write if you want to write something horrible, write something horrible about the other ones, and then people will. 
regard us more highly. There's another email there. Oh, which yeah, is, which this is, is um, the, which are the first bit's not very. Pleasant. This is from Scott in North Wales, that hotbed of, of Liverpool fans and Liverpool players, some of whom end up at Man United. Mr. Owen. Um, this podcast is not as funny as Spurs show. Yeah, all right. Well, they've got more um, to laugh about, let's be honest. They, I mean, they are a hilarious team. Yeah, because blimey, they won the league in 1961. Lovely. Um, unfortunately, the majority of the country get all of their football information from a media that seems hell-bent on removing Rafa, as we were saying. Too many jur- journos sticking to ill-formed, badly researched opinions and spouting such vitriol that Rafa doesn't dis- stand a chance. What makes it worse is that some Liverpool fans are starting to believe it. I agree with all of that. And also, Rafa, all this about the money Rafa's spent, he's sold a lot of players. Yeah, I think... <coughs> I mean, yes, he has... Uh, you know, we can't say that he's bought well in all circumstances, well, you know, and I quote Yosemi and... I, I, well, and well, yeah, but you say that. I think the, the big money signings, Barkeen, um, I, I think he's got pretty much... Pretty much right, isn't he? And I mean, and, and, and I mean Craig, Craig Bellamy, who who but yeah, but this, he you, never you does, who always falls out with every club he's at. But it, but if you, it, but even if you um, even if you if you take you, you know all, all the the ones that that uh, he spent lots of money on, but have gone out. But like Keane, he got the money back. So yes, exactly. I, yeah. I, I, you know, but the, the people he's bought for lesser money, if for, for two million, three million, four, four million, the reason why he's best buying people. For lesser money is because they are uh, people you're taking a punt on that mm. will, will will be able to step up them because he hasn't got the sort of money to go out and spend twenty twenty four million on on players. Well, you can buy one a season, maybe. You know, they, they, you know, they, but but we can't. You know, we, we're not. Man, unfortunately, we're not Man City. You know, we yeah. can't go out that, and buy a home. Can you say that again? That's yeah, something yeah. that was never heard before <laughs> yeah. this season, we're not wasn't Man it? City. Unfortunately, but we're maybe, not Man City. Maybe we are. Maybe that's what we're gonna we're gonna be from now on. We're gonna be up and down like Man City. Well, that must be a really exciting thing to be a Man City fan, though, because there's ne- there's never a dull moment. You know, we you know we as Liverpool fans, we've got like like anybody else, we've just got to remember we've got no God given right to win everything and, or to win something. And every that year. is the problem. It's because in the 70s and 80s of winning 15 championships in 20 years or whatever it was, that's that's the problem. Yeah. It's the expectations are so high. Any other team that, as I said, had come second in the league last year, you know, would think... Yeah, absolutely. Well, we're, we're four points off winning the league. Imagine, yeah. imagine that. Yeah. Uh, I, t- I take it all back. I take it Babel is the, is the one really bad, expensive signing he's made. £12 Babel. million pounds for Babel. That was a mistake, but yeah. come on, who hasn't made a mistake? A twelve million pound mistake. I mean, you, you know, who, who who here hasn't made that mistake? Yeah, and for I, all the and for all the best team in the world and their fabulous youth team, Arsenal. Yeah, how many of them get into the first team? None. Well, you, you know, know, well, you know, I, 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 they're, they're pretty though when they play, come and play in the Milk Cup, though, aren't they? They're, it's nice, they're attractive young men. Yeah, they're five aside players. <laughs> um, but if. if you know, if we are going to go forwards, then then what team do we play? And we are we should we should uh, put a team out against Leon. What team should we play against Leon? Then should, you know who? Well, it dep- first of all, who's it available? Who's, on who's alive? F- who's fit? Um, uh, uh, Torres seems a big doubt, doesn't he? I think he'll play him. Though. Do you? Yeah, I think. I mean, Gerrard's out. We know Torres yeah, is a big not. doubt. He's got to Johnson play. looks as though he's he's on his way back. 
Um, Aga doesn't look as though he's going to play. He mm. looks as though he, uh, he's, he's got a... Um, Aga looks so good when he arrived, he looked brilliant. He? But he looked, he looked brilliant yeah. against Man United as well. And, and Carragher looks so much better with him. I don't know... I don't know he's he's one of those great footballing centre-halves, Aga, who yeah. can bring the ball out of defence. And what is, is Riera? Is he... Uh, is he's, he's, got, he's, got he's, a, uh, he's got an injury. I, don't, I, I think it's a knee injury. Right. Uh, he's... Yeah. Um, again, he's, he's not... He's one of those players who's on the cusp of being half decent or I think mm. I can't, you can't say that he's, he's been a mistake yet you see I Babel I think top defenders just suss him out because he's I mean he's so one footed that any top defender just pushes him yeah. away from his, his <coughs> right foot and he won't use his it's left like foot. playing John Arnorisa up front exactly yeah. that yeah but, he, but the thing is Again, I think it, obviously Babel will be away, probably be away uh, you know, in January. Yeah. Um, but I think he'll get decent money for him. So I think what will end up will end up probably make it. You know, probably losing about five million on him, which you know. He'll probably go to Man in City this day and, get, and, age, and get fifteen goals. Well, you know, in the if you play, if we if we persevered with him and played him as. Uh, this, as a centre forward replacement for Torres, every time Torres went out, maybe he'd step up to it. But I think you know his confidence is so it, it's just so shot to bits. And he seems to have fallen out with Rafa as well, doesn't yeah. he? Yeah. Well, you know, I don't think he, I think perhaps he's not the brightest gentleman in uh, mm. in the squad. Well, that's the thing as well. You know, if you, you I mean, players need to need to have a run in the team, don't they? Well, some of them do, some of them don't. I mean, Yari Littman never got a run in the team, but every time he came, every time he played, he was fantastic. I saw him I just, get a great goal for Liverpool against He was such a fantastic player, but Julio just didn't know what to never do with him. Never played him, did he? he because he, he was too... He, he, I remember, remember uh, one of the quotes that uh, Littman said when he, when he left Liverpool, he said, um, what, was, what was frustrating us about it is that you, you go into a team talk and you want us to talk, to talk about tactics, and Julio didn't mention tactics one one bit so mm. it just you know he, he had a brain which was too you know a football yeah. brain no he's so a he, wonderful player one of the worst worst thing we didn't buy him three or four years before we did buy him I never understood why we didn't keep hold of um of uh, an Elka well because we had um had your juice he of course was, oh. um, but, um, <laughs> stupid because he, yeah. Uh, yeah he was going to be um and Salif Jow Salif Jow <laughs> yeah. playing playing brilliantly for Stoke apparently yeah. That was that was Julio. He had a rush of blood to the head, and Bruno Chiru, French gems. Didn't he get two against Man United? Once, yeah, he was. Chiroux? He had that one game when everybody it was his said that game. was it. He was going to turn. It was his Alan Evans moment. He turned the corner, and that was going to that was going to be him. Um, so we've so we've got we've got the. I I'm, I think that we'll go away to Leon and we'll beat Leon because I think we will have enough of our decent players back and. Also, you know, Torres will hopefully play, and the and the difference in the confidence in that team when Torres is playing is is, is astonishing. Um, and then we've got uh, what should be, in theory, a easy game next Monday against Birmingham at home. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, Birmingham are no pushovers, but. This day and age, you know, that sounds that sounds to me like a big banana skin. <laughs> well, Birmingham, Birmingham at home. I know what you mean. On paper, you know, it, it's it sounds. Gerard like, might be fit by then. You I see, I ju- I just reckon we're better when we've got matches like away to Leon and we've got to win, or Man United and we've got to win. I remember just to go. Uh, I was standing on the cup the night. Um, Arsenal came up and won in 1989. Alan Smith talking, no wonder I hate him. And um, that night, I think if we could lose that, we we only 
they had to win by two goals, yeah. didn't they? Now, if we'd had to win that by three goals, yeah, we would have won, won the league. Yeah, yeah. And it, it's the same kind of thing. I, just game, I, I was watching it with some Arsenal uh, lads, and they went, oh, Christ, is this, forget it. let's go to the pub, sod it. And I said, well, yeah, yeah. And so I went off with them, and uh, for the, you know, we missed the last 10 minutes. I went drinking, and I was celebrating the championship, yeah. and then somebody else came in later on, and I thought he was taking the piss, but... Yeah. Oh, no. Well, I was in it. I was uh, that game was on. I think it was a Monday night that game, or a Friday, or it was a ridiculous yeah. odd night. Anyway, and I lived in Liverpool then, and my wife and I were going to a wedding reception. And well, I said I'm going to the game. I'll come to the 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 uh, the reception. I'll get put my suit on the car park and come in. And yeah. I went in. She said, "Oh, they won." And I said, "No, they didn't." And what happened was it, it was a, another wedding reception, or a, a, in this function suite, there was a big party of Evertonians of course had gone mental <laughs> when Arsenal scored and so she thought all these scousers running around shouting <laughs> you know, that Liverpool have won uh, uh, well that's you know bless them you ask an Evertonian though they're big moments it's not kind of when they won the league in 85 or 87 yeah. it's when Liverpool got beat yeah. at some point <laughs> So the other thing I didn't ask you, which I should ask everybody who comes on, is what, what moment did you become a Liverpool fan? When did you know uh, you were a Liverpool 1965, fan? the cup final uh, against Leeds United, St John and Hunt. That How old it. were you then? I was about nine. Wow. That was the first proper game I saw. And did you have any family who were... Who were um, no, but I moved to Liverpool because of my obsession with Liverpool. Oh, wow. And I lived there for nearly 26, 27 years. Jesus. Yeah. And I went to the... Um, <laughs> I w- uh, yeah, I went to the first European Cup final in um, 77 in Rome, a hitchhike from wow. Liverpool to Rome. I went to the Wembley one in 78. Did you have a ticket? Because everybody says I they did hitch- have a ticket. Everybody says they hitchhiked and did have no, a ticket. No, I did have a ticket, but lo- people went not only without tickets, people went without passports. passports yeah, yeah. I mean, and I remember... I, what was that like, that game then? It was, it was just amazing. It was fantastic. Uh, and, and on the way back... Um, there was a, a. I went with a mate of mine, and we got on this supporters' train, yeah, um, uh, which went all the way from Rome to to Belgium, and then you got on the on the boat to go back. And I was on it an hour, and I thought I've got to get off this because within an hour the the buffet had, w- was free. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and these these poor these there was no violence or anything. There yeah. was these poor little Belgian lads just sitting there. You know, yeah. <laughs> the scousers had taken over the bar, and I got off at Florence and hitchhiked back on my own. <laughs> I um I, re- I watched um I think on a little documentary on um. Uh, the LFC TV about about that about that you know that whole experience mm. you know the, and you know pe- pe- forget you know in that period in 1977 people just didn't go abroad you know that that I you know, know you know, know. A, a trip to France was just like a big yeah. deal I mean it was for me when I was a kid but but then you know and then they took a, the train took I don't know how many three days four days yeah. or something and then the there's one bloke who's talking about where they stopped in, you know, he said he didn't even know what country it was in. They stopped <laughs> about halfway and, you know, they were they were said, well, we're going to be here for a few couple of hours. And then they walked out, got off the train station, they walked down the hill. It must must be in some sort of mm. Belgian um, yeah. town. Or and they just, they just all, and not, nobody had any money that they could spend mm. in, in, in Belgium, you know, they just, so they all just went in the in the shop and just, <laughs> and just ransacked the <laughs> shop. You know, it, it's just, you know, and there's this little village that 
they didn't know what hit him, you know. But you know, but they were trying to pay with pounds, you know. But they, but they, and of course, you know, in that little town in Belgium, you've never seen English people. You just, it's not like now, you know. People have got very short memories. It's, it was, it was you know, just completely a, alien. It was just a fantastic night, though. You know, McDermott getting that first goal and well, Tommy Smith scoring that goal, though. It's just which un- was going to be his final game, but yeah. it turned out it wasn't. Yeah, it was amazing. Mm. And then uh, didn't he then he go back in the dressing room and punch Kevin Keegan or something? That was because Keegan had a black eye the next day, didn't he? Yeah, because that was Keegan's final game before uh, Before Doug Leash came. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, happy days! (laughs) I saw. We'll be there again before you know it. I saw Doug Leash in in Lewis's in Liverpool. uh, Nice link. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? In um, when he. It, it must have been the season he signed, because Hansen had signed the end of that season as I well. I saw Hansen in Marks and Spencer's food department in Southport. Well, I saw I saw I saw Hansen like and Doug Leash in the food together. in the food department in uh, Lewis's at the beginning of this the season. Supermarkets that. you've seen footballers in. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, let, let's let, let's uh, send them in. Play, uh, places you've seen players um, out of a football footballing context. Now, I, my, I, I remember seeing Hanson. He was buying fish in Marks Spencer's in Southport. Um, he's much more suited to Marks Spencer's, but now, of course, he does the Morrison's adverts. And you think, well, not, he, no, somebody smooth as Hanson's never going to. He's never going to mm. chop in Morrison's, is he? And no. he did. The, he did those adverts for Marks Spencer's, if you yeah. remember. Yeah, and yeah. it also had um, a jumper. Uh, almost, I think it was like named after him or something very Marks and Spencer's. Sold quite well as well because he's an elegant gentleman. He is very elegant. Ladies like him, he's nice. Although um, there was that incident on Southport Beach, wasn't there, after he just signed? Do what was that? that? No. Uh, it, there wasn't a Range Rover incident, was no, it? No, it wasn't a Range Rover incident. It's, it, it, was, uh, it was a naked incident. On Southport. Wow. Some of the emailers will know it. I remember Don't panic, vaguely. don't. That's the lawyers getting in touch with us. I think that's Arsenal arriving. Arsenal right. are about to do it, coming in a minute. Oh, it's United, United arriving. Quick, oh. don't let him in. Um, but then the, the, the other person I saw uh, uh, in um, unusual circumstances, I saw Mark Wright in a urinal once. Um, <laughs> and um, in, in a urinal, and you, you know, Mark Wright. I've always been, I was I was a fan of Mark Wright's time because Mark Wright had a couple of seasons where he was he, did, he was, he was, good. The, he was the best yeah. centre half we'd had for a Absolutely. long time. Good football, and um, and it was just towards the end of Mark Wright's time at, at, the, at the club. Really, I think it was you know, sort of his last season. And then uh, uh, I'm there in the urinal. And then up next to you, it's like you know, it's it's the most you know, it's it's an exciting situation, but not really a situation you want to be in when you're getting excited. If you see what I mean, mm. as having a way, Mark Wright comes up, and what do you do? You strike up conversation with him. No. Do you have a little look at his willy? I, I mean, you have to, don't you? <laughs> don't you? You have to have a look at his willy. Well, you could. You and could. to be fair, Mark Wright's willy, there was no, there was you know, there was no shirking in his willy situation. He was a fine. <laughs> I, I was going to say fine, upstanding willy. There was, none a- of that. <laughs> there was none of that. There was none of that. Been better if it was a real quality player like Glenn Hussein. Yeah. Do you remember Glenn? Yeah, I do remember Glenn Hussein. Glenn had one decent season. He did. He looked like a kind of, um, he, he looked like a matinee idol from the forties, didn't he? he? Had that greying hair at the side. I think they just wanted to try and buy somebody who was as good looking as handsome. And also, you're talking about Mark Wright, um, and we think there might be a managerial vacancy coming up. 
I mean, there's a man who's had a disastrous managerial yeah. career in the low leagues. For me, casual racism and and, uh, and yeah, management that, that doesn't really rules uh, it out, doesn't doesn't, it? doesn't really fit in the modern game. <laughs> uh, but of course, none of that was proven. It was all an accident, and he never said those things. Probably, um, but uh, you know, uh, saying that on the other, you got, on what got that on one side. On the other side, wheeze next to your urinal and just and looks elegant. So, um, so any, anybody else you've seen in, in I, 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 peculiar I saw, circumstances? Uh, Jason McAteer getting petrol once. Wow. <laughs> in what kind of petrol was he getting? I was, was he but, getting the special petrol that <coughs> nobody ever nobody ever buys? You know the one that that's like. Texaco super duper that nobody ever. Uh, no, I think it was just plain old four star. Right, but was that after he retired? Oh yeah, no, yeah. it would be in. Didn't Jason go to Tranmere? Am I right? Yeah, I you think just, he did. It yeah, would have been. Don't take him back though. He's been. Ret- it, just, it would have been the Tranmere era when he was playing or when he was, when he was uh, managing. No, I think when he was playing because him and Barnes have just have just been sat. They have. They have indeed. Them. Yeah. So anyway, the, this has been a joy. I've enjoyed. We've not wished. It's Ashley. They've not missed Ashley to be honest. <laughs> um, if he did, actually. She doesn't come back next week. I'm not bothered. Um, um, so um, it's been a joy, Tim. Thank and, you. Um, anytime you want to come back, and and I do hope you know you your resemblance to the Grim Reaper isn't, isn't um, you know isn't, isn't a, a what's the thing. what's the word an omen an omen. An, yeah, I, I didn't bring me scythe with me. No. So uh, maybe next maybe next, next time, time I'll you come can bring with the scythe. Yeah, that would be nice. Um, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to um, email us. Um, and, you know, check on Ashley's health. Uh, send an email through to lifeandtetherplaybackmedia.co.uk or Twitter on, the, on this newfangled Twitter thing, Life uh, LFC, Life and Death. Twitter? <laughs> I don't know. Is it an email? I don't know. And then um, I've been told that you should say nice things about us on, on the iPod thing as well, which would be lovely. So there we are. Um, we've, got to, we've got to leave now because okay. um, Manchester United are going to come and replace us. There again, another irony there. Yeah. Imagine that, and yeah. terrible. But there we are. Um, so, if they're still in the room, I think maybe we should play as our outro. We should play the Laughing Policeman again. Just, Why not? just about um, uh, the other the, the other weekend. It was lovely. It's still lovely. He's still smarty. I see you taking the veil off though from last week. <laughs> yeah, nice, lovely. Thank you, Tim. And okay. Thank you very much, listeners. We will see you next week. Thank you very much. This is a playback media production. To listen to all our football podcasts, visit playbackmedia.co.uk.